Phoenix, Arizona. Great to be back for the second time in as many years. The Octagon girls are here. Brittany Palmer, Vanessa Hansen, Chrissy Blair, greatest matchmaker in the world, Sean Shelby, is with us as well. Let's get things started. The ESPN Plus prelims. First up in the women's strawweight division, Alexandra Stitch Albu versus Emily Spitfire Whitmire. I'm Emily Spitfire Whitmire. I'm a three and two record. I'm fighting out of Extreme Couture in Las Vegas, Nevada. This one's for all my teammates back home. Thanks, guys. That's right, she's fighting out of Las Vegas, but originally from Oregon. She's 3-2 in an MMA career, 1-1 one one inside the UFC, and actually still works as a full-time waitress, Albu. sorry, part-time waitress. Doesn't need to, but she just loves it so much. Let's hope she serves up a fight of the night. Ooh, <laughs> good one. Okay, okay. And Mike. she is taking on Alexandra <laughs> Albu, who's been out of the octagon since July 29th of 2017. That's about 19 months. And before that fight, uh, she, that was the fight with Kylan Cur Curran that did so well. Um, before that, when she was out of the octagon for over two years. So she's only had one fight in about four one, years. Four, we'll see how she comes out for this one. Certainly looking the part of an <laughs> ultimate fighter <laughs> right there. I was gonna say, she might have been away from the octagon for a while, but she looks like she's definitely still doing the sit-up routine because yeah, those abs, my word. She does CrossFit and she's a personal trainer as well. And if you look at her Instagram, that's what we call Fitspo. <laughs> All right, next up in the Bantamweight division, Henan the Baron Burrell versus Cool Hand Luke Sanders. Cool Hand Luke Sanders is bouncing back from a loss, and he said that he needs to get this fight to keep his job. He needs to win this one. He needs to keep his job, rather, I meant to say. And his back's against the wall, but he said this is the position that he likes to be in. 135 and a hook, the official weight for Luke Sanders. And his opponent is the former UFC Bantamweight champion. Please welcome. Well, Henry Burrell, here's a guy. He was touted as the future of the division at one point. He had a record of 32 and 1. Since then, he's, you know, he's struggled a little bit lately, and he struggled on the scale this morning. Unfortunately, Henan missed weight by 20, uh, sorry, two pounds, pardon me. So 20% of his purse is gonna go to his opponent. So that sucks. Yeah, that gives you an opponent a mental edge already, you know? Though we do know fighters who come in heavy often win. Yep. And Henan, as I say, I mean, he was just incredible back in the day. All right, back now to the strawweight division. Jessica Penne versus Joni Escabel. Well, I'm talking about Jody Escabel, but Sugar, I feel like I should ask you. You say she is an OG. This woman has been in the game for a long time. You first started training with her at Jackson Wink, I guess it is. Yeah. Years ago, she was formerly a boxer before getting into MMA, but she's an OG. She really is. You know, she was back in the day with Holly Holmes and training alongside of us before there was even a weight class for her to fight, and she was just always in a gym trying to pursue the dream of being a fighter. And, a half, the official and now weight here she is, Jody stepping in front of the uh, the. the, the, the the fans here. And her opponent making her fifth UFC appearance tomorrow night. Please welcome Jessica Penne. Well, here comes Jessica Penne from San Diego. She trains at Alliance MMA. She also had some struggles with the scale today. She missed weight by two pounds, weighed in at 118 pounds. So 20% of her purse will go to her opponent. Jessica Penne, two pounds Jessica's also been out of the octagon for quite a while, but she's a 13-year MMA veteran. These two pioneers for women's Absolutely. MMA. Absolutely. And you see Keith Jardine back in the corner, my little teammate, supporting <laughs> his girlfriend, Jody Jessica The Dean of Mean. All right, now we get to the ESPN prelims. These next four fights can be seen live on ESPN. First up in the lightweight division, Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman 
versus Nick the Corny Lentz. First fighter to the scale, making his 22nd UFC appearance, Nick Lentz. Okay, so Nick Lentz, I mean, he's been around for a long, long time, a wealth of experience, professional record of 29 and 9. And coming into this fight, talking a little smack, half, saying the, official the first thing he had Nick to do Lentz. when he heard he was fighting Holtzman was to and Google him, because he had no UFC idea who Scott he was. Sure. I don't know if he's being honest, but then he says, but I guarantee my opponent knew who I were, because I'm a big deal, Karen. Well, if he oh. didn't know who he was, then he better do his research, because this guy right here is on a three-fight win streak, and he's not playing around. He said that he changed his game around and, and started to be more concerned about his body with the recovery, rest and recovery, and now he's doing a lot less, but getting a lot more and feeling a tons better. He's away from home right now, which gives him that extra edge coming into training camp. Look for it tomorrow to come out there and fight hard, because he's doing this for his family. And look at how ripped he is, man. He's in phenomenal shape right now. Nick Lentz is a stable mate of mine, so this is going to be a good one to see. All right, moving on now to the women's flyweight division. Ashley Rebel Girl Evan Smith versus Andrea KGB Lee. Well, hailing from Texas, she's got her cowboy hat on. There's Andrea KGB Lee. She is a 9-2 flyweight. She actually discovered the sport because she was a waitress at a sports bar and the fights would constantly be on when she was working. She said she fell in love, she found a gym, got herself One, a trainer, and now she's made her a dream a reality. And her opponent currently ranked number 12 in the world at flyweight, Ashley Evan Smith. So I spoke with Ashley's uh, wrestling coach, Kenny Johnson. Now she's been working at Black House for the first time and I asked him what he thought about her. He said, listen, she had extra time since she had to pull out from her last fight to really work on a lot of things. He said she's extremely coachable. She puts everything into her, into her training. He said this is the exact kind of athlete that a coach would hope to have. 26, the official weight this morning. That's a great thing because when you have an athlete like that who's willing to learn, sky's the limit on how fast they can develop and grow. I've worked with Ashley on UFC now as well. She's just a cool chick. Yeah, she know? really is. Really cool chick. All right, our next prelim is in the UFC Bantamweight division. Benito Golden Boy Lopez versus Manny Bermudez. Yeah, Manny Bermudez, the third person to actually miss weight, unfortunately, by a whopping four pounds. So once again, 20% will go to his opponent. But all of that aside, this guy is a real prospect. 13 and 0, absolute finisher, loves the triangle. In his UFC debut, took out the very, very good David Grant in fantastic style. Keep an eye on this kid. Weight missing or not, he's excited. I'm Benito Golden Boy Lopez. I'm fighting at a team out from out in Sacramento, California. I have a perfect 9-0 record, and I'm going for number 10 tonight. Yeah, Benito's been out for a year. He had a couple injuries following his uh, his, his momentum on uh, dancing with, I mean, uh, dancing, <laughs> fighting on Dana White's show, the Contender Series. And now he's back in action. He looks at dispatches, tough opponent right now, both undefeated. And he says that he gets a knockout in this fight. Ooh. Look at this, all in the face right here. And the crowd is loving it here. Totally disrupt what I was saying.
is the Funk Master. Sterling. I'm 16 and 3, fighting out of Cerro Longo, Long Island, New York, and I got the best chain in the game. The best chain in the game. Hopefully he's the best fighter in the game. Never mind the chains, but listen, this guy can fight. He's got excellent wrestling, very, very good striking. Trains with a fantastic team up there with Sarah Longo. Um, always fun to watch. I mean, great about chain. This guy's very, very charismatic. Absolutely. Yeah. The you gotta, this guy. You gotta love him, Ray Longo. Well, this fight was about five years in the making. These guys fought on the same local circuit. Jimmy Rivera hails from New Jersey, and he's actually a member of Tiger Shulman's fight team. El Terror is his nickname, and he's been a terror for most of his competition. He's gone 22 and two, beating guys like John Dodson, Thomas Almeida, Uriah Faber, and Pedro Munoz. He's worked as a trainer at Tiger Shulman since he was 13 years old. This should be a great fight. It's a one. great fight. Yeah, I spoke with Jimmy for about a half an hour yesterday, and uh, like you said, they've been really trying to get this fight for years. All right, with that, we get to the main card for UFC Fight Night Live on ESPN. First up, in the featherweight division, Andre Touchy Feely versus Miles Fury Jury. Jerry is bouncing back from his loss in his last fight, and Jerry's been a long time in UFC, but he said it was the balance that he found in his life that gave him the key to success, and now that he's looking at through those eyes with the balanced look, he sees that, you know, success for him is just going out there and having a good camp. He said if he has good camp, then that work will show up later on in the fight, even if he does not win. UFC appearance tomorrow night, Andre Feely. Well, Andre Touchy Feely, the member of Team Alpha Male, he's been around for a while, always exciting in his fights. Actually branched out from Team Alpha Male recently. He's been training at another gym, working on his striking game, which in my opinion was already very, very good. So I'm expecting to see some new wrinkles tomorrow. And a half for Six Andre first round finishes, Feely. eight wins by KO. What a great nickname Andre Feely has. Gee, how'd yeah, he get yeah. that, Megan? I wonder who gave it to him, Megan. <laughs> That's like my claim to fame in life. I gave Andre Feely hey, the nickname. Touch I love it. I love it. Can you one? just stop no, talking yeah, about no, yourself? Fantastic. You love it. All right, next up in the UFC's welterweight division, Vicente, the silent assassin Luque, versus Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. Barbarina's coming to his fight to underdog and Barbarina feels that, you know, this is when he comes to life. You know, when he's in it, when his back's against the long wall, this is when he comes to life and he gets to win. And he's going to have to do that against a very tough Luque. And you know what? When your back's against the wall, that's when you got to do it. 170 and, and a half. And you know how good Luque is, don't you? I sure do. <laughs> One of my old teammates. That's right. And his opponent, the That is quite the hairstyle as well from Barbarina. His barber. Did oh, something. There I mean, there's a joke there somewhere, Mike. Man. Work with me, work with me. Next time. Well, there's his <laughs> opponent, Vicente Luque. And Rashad, like you said, you know him because he was on the Team Black Zillions for the Ultimate Fighter Season 23. He used to split time between Florida and Brazil to train. This camp he did fully in Brazil. Interesting fact, his mom is a black belt in karate. <laughs> so you know when he got in trouble at home, he was legitimately oh, yeah. scared. <laughs> I love it. All right, next up, we got a good one in the UFC's featherweight division. Alex Bruce Leroy Caceres versus Chrome Gracie. First fighter to the scale, making his UFC debut tomorrow night 
Crone Gracie. So here is Crone Gracie making his UFC debut, the son of the legendary Hickson Gracie. For those people watching that don't know about the Gracies, they basically invented the sport of mixed martial arts back in the day. Absolutely legendary jiu-jitsu lineage. the official weight Legend in the jiu-jitsu game, crossed over to MMA. So far, undefeated. And his opponent tomorrow night makes it. Very interesting to see how he does. And Nate Diaz in his corner, walking him out. He's been training. I ran into Nate in LA. They've been Caceres. working together for a while. Caceres right here, 5,000 fight. And you know what? This is his 20th fight. So big shout out to Caceres. 20 years, I mean 20th 20 fight. And you wouldn't even think this guy, I just still remember him being that young kid off the Ultimate Fighter show. And now he's got 20 fights One in the UFC. It's great. Wow. I remember covering Four that Mr. event Caceres. and talking to him and Jonathan Brookins and ever. Oh, amazing. What an incredible honor to be a part of the UFC's 5,000th fight. And this is a real clash of styles. You've got the jiu-jitsu legend taking on Caceres, who dances around the place and is an incredible striker. That brings us to a featured bout in the strawweight division. Courtney Cast Iron Casey versus Cynthia Calvillo. I'm Cynthia Calvillo. I have a seven and one record. I am fighting at a Team Alpha Male in Sacramento, California, and every opponent I've faced, I've taken down. Yeah, Cynthia Calvillo is just a dynamo on the ground. Uh, once she gets you there, it's kind of a matter of time. There's a lot of submission victories. And this is a woman who has had some problems on the scale in the past. She's saying this time taking full advantage Cynthia of the UFC's performance The opportunity to have the nutritionist work for her. She said she's never felt better. Easiest weight cut for her. That's felt and trouble for Casey. Right I the MMA lab right here in Phoenix, what Arizona. Hair fabulous. Hair fabulous. The nutritionist. She wants to eat, yeah. As you can hear, the crowd is loving Courtney Casey, who is fighting out of Arizona. She trains at the MMA lab with just an all-star roster there. She's actually, though, a former D1 soccer player. She played at the University of Texas, El Paso. But now she holds a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And she believes Cynthia is going to come to fight, which is exactly what she wants. She said she hopes she brings that Diaz attitude. All right, oh, Megan, we're oh, done. Oh, yeah, I love it. There we go. It looks yeah, like she's baby. bringing a Diaz attitude. I'm telling yep. you, these girls are fierce. That's Megan, she wanted. I believe you're going to try to catch up with yes. Cynthia. We will see you in a bit. Thanks. Thanks for joining us here. Right, with that fine backdrop, we get to the co-main event in the UFC's lightweight division. James the Texecutioner Vic versus the Irish Dragon, Paul Felder. So Paul Felder here walking onto the scale. Well, this morning was the first time, but he said this was the easiest wake of his career. He was super strict on his diet, brought in a nutritionist, and as I say, super strict, had no sugars, uh, no rice or anything like 155 that. 155 and a half. The nutritionist was George Lockhart, and there he is looking absolutely ripped. Paul Felder, always and exciting. His opponent, number 10 in Excellent the world, knees and the elbows in the clinch. Looking forward to this one. Vic steps into the octagon on the heels of his biggest upset. You know, and Vic said he learned tremendously a lot from that last fight. And Vic looked, looked at the chance to fight Paul with a lot of redemption and looked for him to come out there and fight hard. You know, he's like, he was very happy with the fact that the UFC still had faith in him to James put him at a co-main event and look for him to go out there and shine tomorrow. Yeah, these two are respectful guys. So we, I don't think we'll see any shenanigans here, which is unfortunate. I know. <laughs> I was hoping for stuff. First fighter to
to the scale, the former two-time UFC heavyweight champion, the Arizona State Sun Devil, Cain Velasquez. The heavyweight king has returned. Just listen to this crowd. Kane Ooh, is making sure he turn on ESPN. And absolutely poetic it is. You know, as an athlete who struggled, struggled to stay healthy towards the end of my career, my hat goes off to Kane Velasquez, who is making his return after a two-year re return. And look at and the excitement that he has. And his opponent, the number three-ranked heavyweight contender. Yeah, he's just soaking up the moment right now. And rightly so. Francis Ngannou. Obviously, Ngannou not popular here, but Here's a fun fact. When Ngannou first got exposed to mixed martial arts eight years ago, he Googled who the best ever heavyweight was. The answer, Cain Velasquez. And now here they are, the main event, which is an incredible coincidence. But That's look great. at this man. Such an athlete. 258 very, very nice guy, pounds. but I'm, trust, I'm telling the you, inside the octagon, this man is a monster. These guys have been pretty friendly all week, so I'm expecting you know, no argy-bargy here, no pushing or shoving. There's a lot of respect, but tomorrow night, it's on. All right, first we will grab a minute with the former two-time UFC heavyweight champion, Cain Velasquez, Arizona's finest. Welcome home, this has gotta feel pretty good, man. It feels great. I'm gonna feed off all your energy tomorrow. It starts tomorrow, on the way to the top. There he is, all the best tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, Cain Velasquez. And we step over here and talk to this mountain of a man, Francis Ngannou, congrats on another UFC main event. You seem to like the booze. Your thoughts on what we're gonna see here tomorrow night? Yes. Uh, I wanna hear the crowd tomorrow night. I mean, it uh, doesn't matter how they're here, but I wanna hear them tomorrow night. And they're, they're gonna, they might be gonna be surprised, you know. I'm gonna have fun there. We wish you all the best. There he is, Francis Ngannou. So of course, guys, an interesting Phoenix, fact Arizona. We love you. Thank you all for coming the way. We'll see you at the talking stick for the fights tomorrow. Times. And Ganu is ready. So listen, guys, uh, Sunday, 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 here is a look at our festivities. Prelims at 5.30 Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. Then head over to ESPN at 7 Eastern for more prelims, followed by the main card, which is also on ESPN at 9. After the main event, we will see you right back here on ESPN+. Plus for our post show, where we will wrap up the night's festivities.